Hi there, welcome to Sound Healing Radio. I'm David Gibson, and today's show is about using the voice to do healing on yourself. We're going to walk you through how to find different frequencies in the body and then look at some voice healings as well. And our intention today is that you may be able to heal yourself completely <laughs> and even heal others as well. That's a big one, huh? Before we get started, though, let me tell you about some things going on here at the Institute. As we speak, we are uh, on the fourth day of our Sound Healing Conference. And uh, Satya Ra is just about finished presenting. And uh, tomorrow, we've still got presentations all day with Gary Malkin on um, music, basically music therapy. And then uh, Wa, who's like really uh, probably one of the most well-known sound healers that's made it kind of in with her music. And then uh, Jamie Price is going to be doing some light language. And then I've got my presentation where I talk about using tuning into multiple things at once to access higher consciousness. With Sound Bass before all of the presentations, so you'll get high before the actual presentation. So it's all free. Uh, you can go to globesoundhealingconference.com. Uh, and also, all of these presentations for the whole five days are free to watch for the next two weeks. So you can log in and just watch them. Or if you want to download them, it's just $97 and you get like, Actually, all of our conferences and a lot of other um, perks uh, and free free things. So, globesoundhealingconference.com. Meanwhile, we've got an open house coming up on uh, let's see December fourth at the Institute. It's all about how sound affects you physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually with a lot of heart-opening meditations. And our institute is in Sausalito, just across the Golden Gate Bridge from San Francisco. We also have our Sound Healing and Therapy Certificate Program that's going on in Sausalito. Uh, the next start time is January 17th. Although you can always take classes individually, and there's a class coming up uh, next weekend, the 19th and 20th and 21st, with Sylvina that we highly recommend. She'll take you to the depths of your soul to be able to release your shadow side that you didn't even know you had, and you'll be like transformed forever. It's really effective. We also have the online program. You can do the whole program online with live instructors or by video. You can start this Tuesday. We're doing the Sound of Chakras class this Tuesday, which you can also do individually as well. And... um, uh, our whole certificate program is about understanding how the universe works and the body works based on vibration. It's also about getting to peace and stillness over and over and over to be able to access higher states of consciousness. And then also to be able to learn different skills and techniques to open up your own practice. We are a vocational school, so we're required to place 70% of our students. So, the online program starts about every two weeks, so if you can't make it this Tuesday, you could start in a week or two. 
We have also our recording program, completely separate than the sound healing program, starts again in February of 2023. We also have our voice analysis training for the software. If you buy it, uh, the training is December 10th. You have to buy December buy it by December 1st to actually join. And that's about how how uh, it's basically will tell you exactly what frequencies you're missing so that you can then listen to a CD in that key and get it back in your system to balance all frequencies so energy will flow and heal. The basic concept is similar to vitamin therapy where you're missing a vitamin, you get it in your system, so you got a good balance of all frequencies. We also have the Medical Sound Association meeting next weekend, uh, where we're going to be focused on sound for palliative care, hospice, and suicide. End of life and suicide. Not related, really. And the... um, it's uh, 10 to 1 on November Sunday, November 20th. If you go to medicalsoundassociation.com, you can um, click on the uh, uh, join, and it's free to join, and then we'll send you information on how to log in. We have over 600 doctors and sound therapists figuring out how to heal every disease in the world. That's all. We also have our next Sound Education Association meeting for the kids uh, coming up on December 11th, we're developing a uh, major video um, demo for governments and educational associations around the world. And we're setting up a lobbying team to take our curriculum with over 2,500 exercises into two mo- uh, uh, into schools around the world. Right. So you can join that meeting. And to join, you just go to Sound Education Association and click on the join and I'll send you all the uh, Zoom info so you can join the meeting. So those are the main things happening at the Institute. Uh, You can find all of the information at soundhealingcenter.com. You can go to our school site, see all the courses there, or you can go to the store where we have over 300 products and a lot of books. We've got my books, uh, Sound Healing, also an audio recording as well. And we also have uh, over 100 CDs. We've got um, uh, also crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls. Got a large order of crystal bowls coming in, alchemy bowls. We're going to have about 30 on the site here uh, that you can listen to in a week or so. Um, But also, there's another thing we now have in the store that's really cool. So I've been working with a guy that does virtual reality. And, you know, I've gotten downloads over the last God, 10 years from uh, started out in uh, Egypt when I was there. I got a download to build a sound chamber. And then when I was in the pyramid that's in Mount Shasta, it's like two-story pyramid that's based on the, the, uh, the pyramid in Egypt, I got more downloads. And then I connected with this uh, psychic who... Uh, turned me on to the three beings on the other side that actually uh, I was able to ask about details on the sound chamber. So we've been working on it for about four or five years, and this is it. It's the king's chamber in the middle, and then around that is the octahedron. You can see this octahedron here. 
right? And then we've also got a, I'm sorry, dodecahedron, not octahedron, and then octahedron around that. Ultimately, the dodecahedron will have quartz panes, and then the uh, king's chamber will be floating inside. The king's chamber is actually 34 feet long and actually resonates at the node of C. The width also is half of that, 17 feet, which is also a C. And then up and down is, is 19 feet, which resonates at the node of B. So it's a kind of an unusual chord that creates this binaural beat that will take you into higher consciousness. Right? And then the, the dodecahedron and octahedron around that. For the big version, that's going to be about 60 feet tall. right? So it's going to be a serious structure. We're looking for a place where we can put it on the planet on ley lines to help the whole planet. But now what we're doing is making a smaller version. And we just, this actually is the smaller version here. And in the smaller version, what we did is we made the length of the king's chamber here from here to here be the resonant frequency of 108 hertz. If you divide 108 hertz into uh, 1130 feet per second, which is the speed of sound, you get the actual resonant frequency, or not frequency, you get the resonant length, which is a little over 10 feet. So if you divide uh, 108 into uh, 1130, you get about 10 feet. And so we made it so it resonates 108 hertz exactly. So if you tone 108 hertz, it will open a portal. But what's cool about it also is the width instead of the length is half of that, which is 216 hertz, which is the frequency of the honeybee. And both of those are octaves below 432. So it's totally based on 432. So it's going to be really cool. The height is about six feet of, of for the smaller version here. And then this will be about uh, probably about 15 feet high for the octahedron. Uh, we can make the dodecahedron just be a frame or it would be a lot cheaper. Or we could actually, you know, actually have quartz panes on that or just plexiglass if you can't afford quartz panes. So we're going to be selling these, right? This will, the smaller version, about 10 feet, will hold about eight people back-to-back, a little crowded. It's more comfortable with four people. You just sit on the floor, and you can tone that frequency, and we can, we'll give you a tuning fork so you know the exact frequency, and then just get really high and open up portals. Oh, my God. I'm, we're about to build our first one in the backyard, and we're applying for a grant to be able to have it at the next Burning Man as well. So you can find this on our site. If you go to, you know, soundoflove.com, you see our whole store here. And then go to Consciousness Raising Technologies, and you'll see the sound chambers there. And it's down at the bottom of that page. Right? We should have a price figured out here in the next, uh, oh, a little big, in the next uh, a week or so. Um, and then the big version, you know, oh, my God. If you have a place you want to put that, let us know. That's probably going to be a million dollars or so. Smaller version will be quite a bit less. I'm thinking under 20000 or so, hopefully. So that's our new development. We've actually got it working in virtual reality where you can actually go cruising inside and sit in the chamber. 
in virtual reality. It's so, it's such a trip. It's so cool, right? So that's what one thing we've been up to there. So you can also find all of our treatments at soundtherapycenter.com. We've got not only the voice analysis, but we can find your home note and do brainwave entrainment to for delta for sleep, theta for creativity and oneness, uh, alpha for learning, and beta for thinking and overcoming ADD. And then the research foundations where the, we find the Medical Sound Association and the Sound Education Association. We also have tons of clinical papers and and student papers that are really interesting to check out there as well. A lot of resources here. But the other big thing that we just are launching right now is the Sound Treatment Center. If you go to soundtreatmentcenter.com, you'll see our online treatment center where you can actually get a treatment from live people. We've reprogrammed Zoom and incorporated a compressor, so it's really good quality, way better quality than normal Zoom. And we've got, uh, uh, we're signing up different practi- uh, practitioners now. You can, uh, we, we're not going to launch the actual sessions until the middle of December, but you can actually sign up as a practitioner right now. So you go to soundtreatmentcenter.com and sign up as a practitioner. We take 50%, but we're going to have tons of people coming in wanting treatments, right? And then they can search if you want. Ultimately, you could search for a practitioner. I have a few in here already. And then there's all the information about the practitioners. We've got really good sound quality and, uh, and a lot of information on how sound works, right? And we also have a lot of uh, free music and videos where you can actually uh, get videos for different issues. One for uh, a bunch here for depression, for anxiety, for grief, for higher consciousness, freeing the voice. So there's all different videos, and we're going to be adding more as we go. But, yeah, you can actually sign up now as a practitioner and go ahead and post your bio and all your information so when we're ready to launch, you're ready to go, right? So that's soundtreatmentcenter.com. I'm really excited about it. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about how to use the voice, right? So, to begin with, the whole trick is to get over any fear of making sound, right? We had it down as babies. We were professional sound healers. So, it's just a matter of, of, of just not being afraid to make sound. One way is to just make silly sounds like blah, 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 right? You know, just do gibberish, blah, blah, blah. blah. Ultimately, you want to get where you can actually make the sound of how you're feeling. Oh, I forgot to tell you one other thing before we continue. So we just, we got a contract for, um, with the largest dementia company in Northern California called Calabria up in Napa. They have over 200 participants or people with dementia that come there every day. And we now have about seven different protocols that we're 
were uh, applying in the and doing training on the staff every week now. And it's really amazing what's happening. The day before yesterday, we took in, uh, we have, uh, they actually bought all of our sound bowls and, and, and xylophones and kalimbas and, and tuning forks and, and uh, all our instruments. So we actually played all 12 instruments for a dozen, actually 15 uh, of the dementia patients there. And in order to see which ones they like, right? Because some people, you know, actually were annoyed by crystal bowls. And I thought that would be the case. A lot of them love the crystal bowl. Some like the Tibetan bowl. Some like the high Tibetan bowls, but not the low Tibetan bowl. Some like the, the kalimba. Some, some didn't. Some like, you know, actually the one that they liked the most was the xylophone, a little, a little beautiful xylophone. That was the favorite of everybody. And also did toning as well to see if they liked that. And we tracked every single person, not only as to what they liked to listen to, but what they were able to or like to play. Some of them couldn't play anything, that, you know, because they were pretty advanced in their dementia. But there's this one woman that was pretty advanced. And I said, okay, give me a thumbs up or thumbs down if you like this instrument. And I played each one and she went, I gave a thumbs up and kind of smiled. The staff was freaking out. This woman hadn't given any energy or any, hadn't lit up, been lit up in two years. So just playing these instruments, she was like, so I was like, oh my God, it's incredible, right? There was another guy that actually had really bad tremors. And I'm playing the instruments, and I'm playing the xylophone. And I say, okay, thumbs up. You like, you like it or not? And he goes, note two. And I'm like, what do you mean, note two? And he points, and I'm, here we go. Here's Mikey. And he says, <clears throat> note two. And I said, you, meant, you mean the second note on the xylophone? And he shakes his head. And I play it. And his tremors go away. And then I'm playing the the handpan, right? The rav drum. And he goes, left. I'm like, left. And he points. And he's like pointing at one of the notes. And I'm playing. So I play that note. And his tremors go away again. So then I start toning that note. And he goes, too high, too high. And I go, ooh, an octave lower. And his tremors go away. And I said, okay, can you do that note yourself? Ooh. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, he couldn't do it. And I said, can you do it softly? And he goes, oh, yeah, he couldn't do it. And I said, tone that note in your head silently. This guy was pretty awake still, his, but his tremors were just really bad, right? And he goes, shakes his head, and he starts going, and his tremors went away. Oh, my God. Once we find his note next week and give him a CD in Delta, Theta, Alpha, and Beta, this guy's going to be completely still. This is major. 
had another guy. I mean, the, or actually, there was a woman that was like really, really very, pretty advanced dementia, and I put the tuning fork on her hand, and she she just immediately got still and smiled. Another guy said, "My neck's stiff," and he I put it on his neck, and he just like he just like went whoa. It was really funny. I was toning for this one woman, and I was like, I know I wasn't doing that good. I was kind of going, Ooh, and she went, and I could tell what sh- reason she was doing that is she heard that I was out of pitch. I wasn't singing well. And they said, oh, yeah, she used to be a singer. So that she had perfect pitch still. She could tell when someone was off pitch. It's like, oh, my God. I came away a couple of days just like so excited because what we're going to do is we're going to, after we get all the testing done, we're going to put them in groups of instruments they love, right? So we're not going to be playing any instruments they don't like. So they'll be in a group with all the crystal bowl lovers, right? And then we'll do a little concert for them to light them up. It's all about lighting them up. Yeah. So anyway, I wanted to share that. That's really cool. Also, we're going to be teaching them nonverbal communication to be able to express how they feel. Right? We're going to do a lot of uh, uh, call and response first. Some of them won't be able to do it. Right? Probably only about half will be able to do it. But we can get them so they can actually express themselves without having to use words. Right? So, back to today's show. So, what we're looking at is how to actually find the frequency of something in your body. When you find the frequency of something and you tone it, especially when you send that sound to that organ, of that organ, it can make it healthy. You're sending it a stable, consistent vibration, so it doesn't actually keep doing the chaos. You're overcoming the chaos with a vowel. Right? So the way you find a frequency of any part of the body is with a frequency sweep. It's like this. And then you you go up and down until you find the frequency that vibrates the most. Let me demonstrate. I'll find the frequency of my mouth. Anytime you have parallel walls, when you hit a frequency where the wavelength of the frequency equals the distance between the walls, it will get louder. It adds up on itself. Right. So let me demonstrate. I went right by it. I'm going to get right on it now. That's the resonant frequency in my mouth. Just like singing in the shower. You go up and down. When you hit the right note, it goes, wee. It's like, oh, my God, who's here? Right. It's very cool. Okay, so we're going to now find, oh, here we go again, resonant frequency of a kitty. I think we got a hungry kitty here. Okay. 
So we're going to find the resonant frequency of your chest cavity. Okay. So put your hand on your chest and go up and down in frequency until you feel your chest vibrating the most in your hand. Okay. You got to do it really loudly to be able to feel it. Okay. So it's like this. And then you want to get right on it. There's one right there. Especially right there. That's a good one right there, too. That's the best. Right? Again, you're, you're not only finding the healthy frequency of that chamber, but you're also <clears throat> massaging it with sound. You're sending it uh, energy because sound is energy as well. So it's really good, good for it, even if you don't get the note right. Now let's find something a little... Oh, it's, it's pretty, still pretty easy. Go up and down. Put your hands on your neck and go up and down until you find the resonant frequency of your neck. Both of those right there. Those both resonate quite make my ear itch too. <laughs> resonant frequency of my ear. Right. So that's that frequency. You know, you can also find the resonant frequency of your skull cavity. Put your fingers in your ears and go up and down until you find the frequency that is the loudest again. This one's really loud. Now, this time do a vowel of, of E up through your nose like this. Don't do E. Do E up through your nose. It's so funny. My kitty's like totally checking me out. Like, what's going on? So do that. And when you hit the resonant frequency, it's really loud in your skull. Put your fingers in your ears. There it is for me. It'll be a little bit different for you. But let's be really close because your head's a little bit different in size than mine. So that'll make it a different frequency. The bigger their head, lower the frequency. Smaller the head, higher the frequency. Now let's find the resonant frequency of your heart chambers, the four chambers in your heart. This is not woo-woo. There is an actual resonant frequency in those four chambers. And they're about the same because they're about the same size. Okay? But this one's a little harder to find because you can get distracted by all of the resonances in your chest cavity. So you almost have to do it intuitively. So go up and down in frequency with your voice. Do a frequency sweep and find the frequencies of those four chambers in your heart. Put your hand on your heart and try it. I think I found it. It's 
really just an energy, you know. It's kind of hard to feel that vibration in those heart chambers, right? This is very cool. Now, let's try something a little harder. Let's find the resonant frequency of your adrenals. You know what sound the adrenals commonly make? Ah! Stop! Stop! A little frazzled, right? Please stop! (laughs) So, I can't feel my adrenals when they vibrate. So, it's easier and better to do this silently. So just go up and down in frequency in your head. And when you hit the right frequency, it's like a little fairy goes, there it is, there it is. (laughs) Or it's just a knowing, it's just a feeling of knowing, right? So go up and down in your head silently to find your adrenal. Number one thing that will stop you from doing this is your belief system that you can't. Believe that you will be able to find it, okay? Intuitively. Okay, so go up and down, find your adrenals. The adrenals are little pyramids right on the top of your kidneys. Okay, small pyramids, only about an inch high, so it's going to be a high frequency. Go up and down. Listen for it. Here's mine. Make it out loud. Again, even if you don't get it right, it's still really good. Because you're sending a stable, consistent, peaceful vibration to it. When you And you're send, sending a positive intention. You're not going, you suck down there. You suck. No. You're going, But if you get the frequency right, you can resonate that part of the body into its healthy state. When you resonate something into its own frequency, it makes it healthy. And there's good research that shows this. It's really cool. So what we're talking about is ultimately, intuitively, being able to find every organ in your body and heal it. And I'm not kidding. I'm serious. And this is major, right? Sending its frequency to it with your voice. Even if it doesn't, if you don't get it right, you're still toning, which is really good for you. You're creating nitric oxide in the body, which is really good. Toning is like the best for your whole system. Toning is singing any vowel. Okay. Okay. I want to play a video now of Suzanne Sterling doing some work with the voice on the body. And she's she's quite amazing. She's one of our instructors. Let me share my screen. And play this. This is from our conference last year. Okay. Okay. There we go, Suzanne. Here. Okay. Full screen. Enjoy. I'm going to play one note, a drone note, and I'm going to invite you to just simply play with your own voice. 
meaning go through different notes, different parts of the body, and notice what notes feel good to your body. Notice what notes feel grounding. Notice what notes feel like they're just bringing this deep sense of wellness and peace or a sense of vibrating right in the parts of your body that hold on to tension most, okay? So if, if your heart feels like it's holding on to tension, send a sound right there. Or maybe it's... is to play for just two minutes with your own voice, letting it move to the places in your body that need that sense of aliveness, that sense of vibration, that sense of ease, that sense of peace. Here we go. Just simply feel into the impact of simply allowing your voice to find its way to those places in your body that need that vibrational quality, that need that particular frequency, that need you to give permission for it to do its thing, to do its wise and wondrous thing. Okay. 
So keeping your eyes closed or opening them, your choice. I'm just going to invite you to go into some self-inquiry now um, about your voice. So take a deep breath. Feel the impact of your voice. Maybe make a sound on the exhale. Ha. This beautiful thing that is a part of you, that is an expression of the deepest part of you, now has permission, has permission to release and feel perhaps some of the what we might call shadow emotions, the grief or the fear, the rage. Welcome those feelings being expressed. Give them space and also welcome the feeling of pure bliss and joy and aliveness that also comes from melting the contractions. Make another sound. Ha. of you that perhaps knows what I've been talking about, knows the ways that trauma lives in you, the ways that you've contracted around it, perhaps today can be an invitation to give yourself permission on a daily basis to move and sound and sound and move, knowing that it is part of your healing path. It is perfectly natural to move. It is perfectly natural to release. It is perfectly natural to self-regulate. It is perfectly natural to come back to grounding and centering and co-regulation with others. This is what we need. And I'm going to invite you to consider in this moment the places where you actually can live into and speak and embody the truth of who you are. Look at your own life. Notice where is it possible for you to be in your full expression of exactly who you are? Is it possible in your home? Is it welcomed in your home? Is it welcomed in your spiritual community? Are there others who see you deeply and honor and welcome your truth, your authentic truth? Are you able to live into and embody your truth in the place where you work or the way in which you work? And we're not asking this in self-judgment. We're asking this just as a pure inquiry. Where are those places where I might release any kind of mask or hiding or protection and live into the freedom, the liberation of my own expression? 
notice. And also, perhaps notice what you were taught as a child about your voice and your self-expression and your big emotion. Were you able to have a voice in your home? Were you able to be who you are? Was your voice welcomed? Was it dismissed or was it perhaps even silenced? You are not alone. You are not alone. So many others living with this silencing, wanting to break free, wanting to be with others, wanting to be seen and heard. This is our birthright. And are you willing in this moment to make a commitment to that truth? Maybe admitting, yes, there was trauma. Yes, there were places where I felt afraid. Yes, there were places where I shut down. And that's okay. But in this moment, I commit to... being alive, alive, alive. So if there is one moment that you can identify from your life, a moment where perhaps your voice was taken from you or when you gave it away, one moment, the first moment that comes to your mind, Use your voice now to call it back. Reclaim your voice from that moment. Retrieve it. Say perhaps the thing you weren't able to say in that moment or sing yourself back into your body. Sing that voice from that moment back into your body in this moment. Use your voice to do it. Here we go. around you, anchor into your bones. My voice. My voice. My voice. My voice. My voice. My voice. And as the drum fades, you bring yourself 
back into this moment, back into your body in this moment, perhaps bringing your hands to your own throat. making some kind of commitment to your own expression, your own truth, the healing. And we're just gonna sing a very simple chant for the next few moments to close. The words are, may we remember, may we remember, may we remember who we really are. You can sing with me, you can make up your own parts, you can sing harmonies, you're in hopefully the privacy of your own home. You can just simply have fun with this. This is our closing commitment, prayer, dedication.
Wow, huh? What a master. Huh, so inspiring. So many people that have been shut down and are afraid to simply express themselves. Especially women who have been squashed by men for tens of thousands of years. Even these days in other cultures, it's like intense. But even in the U.S., it's a mess. Then a lot of guys can't express themselves because we've never had any mentors to show us how to express ourselves evenly without being cocky, right? It's so important. Okay, let me play something a little mellower. This is Lisa Raphael. Actually, let me just rewind here. And this is more about peace, using the voice for peace. Okay? Enjoy.
Express yourself and find the frequency of every part of your body and sing to it any vowel or hum or do it silently like send a sound to your own heart silently like this Breathe in and on the out-breath, send a frequency to your heart, any frequency that feels good. Now send a frequency to your liver, in and on the out-breath. Now send a frequency to your digestive system. Now send a silent frequency to your brain. just that simple. Stable, consistent frequency is the definition of peace. Imagine being able to heal every single issue you might ever have yourself. This is our birthright. And it's on the way back in. <laughs> Hold that frequency and intention for at least the rest of the night, the whole weekend, weeks ahead, months ahead, years ahead, healing ourselves for lifetimes. Thanks for listening and take care.